episode two, Social Consciousness. You can do it too, be I've been a daughter, sex in a... Sorry, can someone tell me what the fuck is social consciousness? So, right, basically social consciousness means many things to many different people. But I suppose in a nutshell, it's it's about having the ability to be aware of oneself and things, places, actions, reactions kind of of others. Um, so, for example, like if you're conscious about like, different like social issues like for example pollution in the city and you know and you're aware that that's not good and it's not a positive thing yeah, that's you being aware of it so therefore you're practicing social consciousness do you know what i mean same way if you saw let's say like a homeless man on the street or something and you donated money to him or something like what, what it's about kind of like well what are you what is that do you know what i mean what is the action behind that what is your reason for maybe the donation not so much the act of giving, but the act of acknowledging that someone is more or less fortunate than you, I suppose. Right. So, for example, like, I know you two are aware, but, like, I have a homeless friend, Mark, in town. I met him, like, well, I feel like it was about three, four years ago. I was still working previously in Accenture. Yeah. Um, and I used to get to train every morning and every evening from Tower Street. And, like, I wouldn't. I'd be quite generous with like whatever change I had in my pocket. Didn't don't really care. Like if I see a homeless person, like I know like they are less fortunate than I am. I'm working a job. I have a monthly paycheck coming in, um, and so be it. So I was given this fella just whatever change I had in my pockets, and like one of these days he was like, sorry. he actually called out for me like one of the afternoons I was in town, and I was like, sorry, like you always give me like money, but like I actually like I don't know your name. Like what's your name? So I introduced myself and he introduced himself and like over the last three, four years, anytime I see him, I'm always giving him money or if I don't have money, I'll go in to the shop in the train station, get him a, whatever he wants. Je- he usually likes a bag of jellies or like a kind of like some sort of like energy drink. And the odd time he'd chance his bollocks and ask me for a scratch card, which I will do. He's a friend now. But um, like the amount of times I've even just sat down on the street to just have a chat with him because obviously... Do you know what I mean? Like, being homeless and stuff like that, he's on his own, like, do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah. And, like, so in that, like, back when you met your man, Mark, like, what what was it in you that made you be like, actually, I'm going to, I'm going to, like, I'm going to give this fella something, like, I'm going to put my hand in my pocket and... Like, I don't know, like, I've, I feel like I've always kind of been like that, like, didn't necessarily mean it had to be him, it could be any, like, homeless person on the street, but... But definitely, um, when he asked me, like, for my name and stuff like that, and, like, he thanked me for giving him stuff, like, that intrigued me a little bit more. Because, like, I don't know, like, maybe some people don't see these homeless people as humans. They just walk past them every day sort of thing. But, like, when he was like, oh, like, I'm Mark, like, I put a name to the the human behind it sort of thing. And, like, now, like, all I'm doing is fucking sitting having chats with him outside the train station anytime I go into town and stuff. He like he he's always asking about my tattoos or my girlfriend and stuff like, and right, um, right. so we've become mates like. So there's like a little bit of a personal element then to it, I suppose, and I think that's that's something like what you're saying there, Sean. I think that's a lovely like personal touch because that's kind of like like tip of the iceberg stuff about what social consciousness is. Do you know what I mean? So bringing it right back down, stripping it back to like the, the human level and 
the real and the rawness kind of, I suppose. So like you having like a, a shared kind of identity with this person. He's a human being. He's another, you know, okay, fair enough. His circumstances and his life situations might be different to yours. But within that, there's still a shared collective at consciousness. The end, and, and Yeah, at the end of the day, we're both human beings. Like, there you go, you know. I've just been blessed that, like, I have a full-time job. Like, I have a roof over my head, all that kind of thing. And, like, there's so many people that don't have that. Um, and that doesn't mean we shouldn't treat them anyway less or different than you would with your mates or whoever else. So can I ask, because some people are a little bit dim like me. <laughs> you know, we're we're not the smartest of the bunch, but in like a dim like a dimmed down version and very simple is social consciousness something like being aware of yourself in the situation and being aware of how other people in the situation are being affected as well? Absolutely limits. Bonus points. Spot on. I think, yeah, nail on the head. So it's it's having this awareness of yourself, others around you, like, again, what I said, kind of like actions and reactions to things. Like, even you being aware of, so your everyday routine, like going to work, paying your bills, like, da, 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 like problem solving, everyday stuff. Do you know that kind of way? So it doesn't have to be just on a moral injustice or someone or something less fortunate than you are. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, it, it like it's it's having that awareness, you know. So, Shauna, what's happened? Do me a favor and educate me a little bit, right? I know you did a little <laughs> bit of research. You looked up a few people, what are they called, philosophers? Um, so yeah, educate me a little bit there, go on. Right. So as I was floating around on the World Wide Web, I came across two philosophers called uh, John Locke and Eckhart Tolle. So two really big philosophers out there. Um, I suppose John Locke was like a 17th century philosopher, right? He kind of delves into talking a little bit around so consciousness, right? What is it to be aware? He kind of explores um, personal identity and how one achieves that. How, how are we shaped and how are our identities shaped, you know, as we mature and grow into kind of adulthood. Um, and I suppose one of the main things he talks about is external influences having an effect on you as a person, you know. So that could be a person, place, a thing. Uh, I suppose to what while saying, like your your environment is catered. So like your family home in your first environment, how you grew up, kind of thing, how like you grew up. Um, yeah, and I think like maybe like school, and then like you kind of go out into the like the wider structures then that you're kind of exposed to, you know that way. Right, wider society that kind of thing. Yeah, you know where do you live? Where do you grow up? What geographical area were you born into? And these are all things that are generally out of our control, you know that kind of way. Um, but Locke kind of looks at how your air personal identity, how you're shaped based on all these things, you know, based on all these kind of influences, and he looks at collective consciousness and then and then i suppose the other fella eckhart tolle Cindy, you've heard of him yeah yeah a few times he's written a few books i don't really know very much about him but i've definitely heard his name being thrown around a few times i actually have a book on my show fine don't ask me what the book is it's gathering dust at the moment is it what's the name it's the power now that's what it's called the power now yeah haven't read it yet but duty on the hit list 
Yeah, so he like Eckhart Tolle writes oh, he's written some amazing books, articles. Um yeah, I'm a bit of a fan. He's he's good, he's a good philosopher, he knows what he's talking about. His whole uh, idea is kind of on the whole of the human race, like region collective consciousness he talks about. And that sounds a little bit out there right now. But like he's basically speaking about people becoming aware. Do you know what I mean? From every corner of the globe, how to become aware of not only oneself but of others around you. And I suppose like yeah, social issues, moral kind of responses to that. Uh he looks at like more though that's part of your being as as a human being, you know. He he looks at it from there's like an innate part of us in our minds that allows us to tap into our own infinite potential and our own awareness and i suppose he kind of looks at dabbling into like your own wisdom every now and then and how to become the best version of yourself if that makes sense you know right so like just to break it down for like people listening like so basically mr lock is that second lock lock yeah um he basically just says that you become the person you are because you're external like factors going on in the world or environment society how you're brought up all that yada 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 whereas mr tole says that everyone has their own individual power to be whoever the hell they are whoever the hell they want to be yeah in a nutshell kind of like do you know that way yeah um i suppose that, like your man john Locke is speaking about like personal identity and how that's yeah shaped and achieved by, by other things like you know what i mean there's only a percentage of the self that kind of does that if that makes sense okay whereas the, the rest of the percentage like probably 60 40 like 60 percent of it is on external influences so it's really like looking at well then is that really your personal identity do you know what i mean okay right so for example if i am sitting on like facebook instagram tiktok 24 7 like it's kind of like saying that if you if you sit and you watch tiktok and you watch facebook and you these people, they're called influencers. like yeah. So they influence your life to a certain degree. But if you allow them to solely influence your life and don't do any influence of your own and looking inwards to do self-work, then you're not being your full potential of a human being. You're like being influenced by external forces. So you're not making up who you are as an individual. Fair. Okay, right. Do you get me? That makes sense. That makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So... Like it's definitely worthwhile saying all these things are great like we now have knowledge at our fingertips like do you know what i mean for everything like with mobile phones and the internet and stuff like that but i suppose the difference is like what you were saying linda the difference is are you being totally consumed in your mindset by all these like external influences or are you yeah tapping into your own little self kind of saying well actually this is my own little bit of influence that i want to have this is my own bit of power that i want to have on my own self and yeah. and sitting and looking and being aware and reflecting on that you know yeah instead of i don't know it's a little bit like being brain dead or something <laughs> like <laughs> that sounds a bit mad more brainwashed than yeah. brain dead yeah, yeah. Friend. Fair, fair. definitely um so in the sense of like obviously when you look, look inward like you kind of like sit with yourself and be like right like you kind of identify what your own morals and your own values are versus like some fucking makeup artist on tiktok who's saying that like whatever's happening on the news is a lot of bullshit like and you should believe what she's saying even though like you haven't done the research yourself or thought about said situation and come up with your own thoughts kind of thing exactly big Absolutely. news 
yeah exactly like do you know what i mean that that's what it is that's what we're kind of trying to say like and i suppose yeah like Eckhart Tolle that was different because he's talking about like every single human being has this space and this this power within our own selves and our own minds that no matter the influences that you like if you have the wisdom and the awareness to sit with yourself again trying back to last week's episode of the mindfulness and stuff if you're mindful to sit and check in with oneself and really kind of harness into like who am i and what are my interests and what are my characteristics a little bit not based on the influences of maybe a social media platform or, or even your job your, or your your man your, that, your like, folks yeah like you know because like, i suppose like history or something yeah like i think like obviously like coming up you're kind of like oh like my mom said this is wrong or like do you know what I mean? Like, and I suppose, like, I'm gonna bring it back to the fucking gay thing, but like, there's people out there, like, who are your man that might be like, no, like, that's that's not okay. Like, you don't like gay people and all this. Like, no, like, that's not an okay thing. But like, obviously, like, I can't speak for everyone. I'm a lesbian. Like, it's okay. Like, that's it. it's okay. <laughs> but like, I'm not. Per- personal experiences, like, my dad had a hard time with it, and like, he was like, no, that's wrong. But internally, I struggled then with it being like. Like, I, I know myself I'm like I ain't no straight girl I'm definitely like <laughs> I'm definitely a lesbian but I'm like is it wrong or is he just in his old-fashioned ways of like being told pre like previously that like no it's not okay and it's wrong yeah exactly like in a nutshell pal and, and that's a good example to you because it's real life do you know what yeah. I mean and and you probably back to when you were coming out or whatever, like struggled a little bit or went like really was in this conflicting space of kind of going like, oh, like, I don't know, like, do you know what I mean? Like, like before you had the awareness, say that this was an old school mindset, you just said there about your dad. Yeah. So like, you know, like before you had that awareness that that might have been a little bit of an old school way of thinking or a, a different narrative to maybe like three generations when we were around and how it went see my i think my situation is a little bit different because like my dad had his views but my mom was like it's fine because i had like gay cousins and shit like that drop me in like so definitely in my situation it was a bit conflicting because i'm like but i think this but i think this so i feel like that kind of benefit me as a person because i do think though a lot of people could relate to you there do you yeah. know what i mean i yeah. definitely could as well a little bit and you know i definitely think that there'd be a lot of young people if they're listening to this to, that could relate to that, that yeah. maybe one parent is positive about it and one parent is negative about yeah, it but know? i don't think it's just obviously to be dating i'm just bringing it up because it's a real life situation and obviously people listening could probably like relate in that sense there's obviously different situations going on for all people but there's going to be situations where like one person might think like no this is wrong or this is how it should you should think or like the opposite like no this is how you should think and i think that's where like you looking inwards and like really like investing in yourself and your self-development to be like no like if i'm gonna pick what's right and what's wrong like you need to put in the work and be like right like why is it wrong or why is it right or yeah. like does it have to be wrong or right like can it just be yeah good point good let point it be. let it be oh my god here we cool. go <laughs> now welcome that one was bad for <laughs> so can i ask a question just to be difficult go for it which of the philosophers are the philosophers is correct good question so are they both wrong are they both right are they just indifferent so 
like that I only went down like uh, anything on like terrorists or different things like that like there's always going to be two sides of a story do you know what I mean Um, I suppose I think it's based on your personal opinion I don't think there's a right or wrong answer here because they obviously both have I'm sure they have both like both have a fucking room fuckload of paper to back up what they're both saying yeah but I think it comes down to the person who's reading the information from both sides of the panel. Like your own mindset. Yeah, well, definitely. Then let me rephrase the question. Shawnee, who do you think is right and who do you think is wrong? And Sobby, who do you think is right and who do you think is wrong? And Linda, who do you think is right and who do you think is wrong? <laughs> like in this group? Because personally I feel like I'm the right one and the two of you are philosophy 101 <laughs> so linda will no longer be joining us on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> that hurt me in the soul right so for me personally i i actually think that both of them have a good point and i think both of them are right in a sense because i do firmly believe what john Locke is saying that your personal identity is massively massively influenced by you know the things and people and places and things that were exposed to, I suppose, from children to young people into adulthood. So I really think that 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 is valid, and I think that's worthwhile saying. But I also think that Eckhart Tolle has a point because I do believe that every human being has the power within themselves to to shape their own fate. And I know that sounds a bit cliche, but like you can become the best version of yourself and create your own self. Um. Speaking of what was written on my arm, it says create yourself. Um, just to kind of join Shauna and what she was saying, like, I would agree, like, in the sense of, like, they both have very valid points. And, yeah, like, so Locke is the dude who says about the personal identity. And, yeah, I think he's correct in the sense of, like, in some sort of way, everyone is kind of influenced by external factors, whether that's, what your mom and dad think or like whoever you're exposed to growing up or whatever you're exposed to growing up and um, but i also believe that um what tole is saying that like you can do and be and like be whoever you, you want to be obviously depending on you put the action in behind what you're saying like there's no point in just being like i'm gonna be this massive like creator or like being or person or whatever if you're not going to put in the work and put in the hard work and stuff like that behind it. Um, but I do feel like, especially with what Tole is saying, it's a lot harder for certain people in certain situations to have that power on themselves. I believe, obviously, what Locke is saying in terms of, like, external factors, I feel like, depending on the external factors, some people, a lot of people have lost that power or their voice um, in certain mm. situations. Like, I don't know, like in terms of societal issues or whatever, but there's definitely people who have been put in a box and because they've always been told they're in that box, they don't have that power in them to believe that they can get out of that box. Um, like, just trying a random example out there, like people who like have grown up in flats or like they like have been told like they're less than and shit like that. Or I don't know, other situations, go ahead, Sean. You up the fucking flats. What are you saying about flats? Nothing. I grew up in the flats. That's what I'm saying. I'm here at a podcast. What do you mean, though? That, like, maybe depending on 
No, like, I've, I've been humorous there. Yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. So maybe if if you've been maybe born into say a geographical location that limit your or even not even geographical, but even like monetary situation or like whatever's going on in your environment. If you're obviously, I suppose that's for for example, like if you're put into an environment where you don't have a lot of money, you you're geographically in a disadvantaged area or whatever, versus a person who grew up with money bags as pillows and whatever. Like hi, I was one of them. People. Definitely wasn't one of them. <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> But like that and what you're saying that like it's harder for you to develop your own real sense of, of self of self or your own personal identity if you've been heavily influenced i suppose by these other things or maybe not exposed to opportunities yeah or, yeah definitely and like yeah definitely yeah. Mm. yeah good point yeah um then what 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 do you think yeah i agree which is as well like i'm like did you both have very fair points like do you have the strength and the wisdom to overcome the external forces that are like trying to conform you to a social norm? Like, do you have the the self awareness and the inner strength and the wisdom to overcome that and become your own person? Do you know what I mean? Definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I feel like you kind of. Yes. That wasn't very collective. Yes. I feel like you need to be somewhat headstrong, coming from a very, like I said, in the box. You have to be very headstrong to be like, no. I'm not going to listen to what these external factors are telling me. Like, now I'm going to be better than that. Yeah, it's a very hard thing to do. Like, it's not an overnight fucking achievement. Like, do you know what Definitely I mean? Definitely not. No. No, but I think it is achievable. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I think that? everybody has the power within themselves to achieve that. It's just, does everybody have the awareness and the strength? I just and the, opportunities. And yeah. the knowing inside them, regardless of opportunity. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. A lot of people can like take a long time to find that, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily think you need the opportunities there though. I think or to be given the opportunities. I think you can go out there and find the opportunities yourself. Yeah. We, and like Linda was saying, you need to be somewhat headstrong to get out of that box and to get out of that like probably generational thing I've been told, like you're not gonna be anything or anything good or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I'll challenge it a little bit there on my opportunity. So, like, let's say you grew up in a house where you never had Wi-Fi. No. Ever, right? And electronics weren't really, like, a big thing in your house if, if money was an issue, right? Yeah. Um, Would you say there that someone is missing out on opportunities or would you just say they could go out and find the opportunities elsewhere? Um, The opportunity of having internet or listening to this podcast being um, the opportunity. There's an opportunity out there and whether they can get that is obviously dependent on funds and shit. There's Wi-Fi in libraries, for example. Now I'm not I'm not trying to spend on the works being like, you need to get up off your ass and get a fucking opportunity. Like I know in certain situations you just don't have that. But I think potentially when there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. yeah a little I, bit. And I agree with you there, I do agree with you there, yeah. Mm. I think like that though, like things when I say opportunity, I don't mean oh, an opportunity to go on a holiday or an opportunity to go to school or college. It can literally be an opportunity to log on to your Facebook or an opportunity to create a Facebook or get Wi-Fi or, or electricity or, you know, yeah. or, or even just the basics yeah. of things like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. You know? Um, and I do think, yeah, like it's a little bit of a blend of both, like back to what Olivia was saying. I think it's about tapping into your own little self and, and into that 
knowing in your own self that like you know you can you can be like your best person and the best potential like but i don't know i think it's it goes hand in hand with yeah external influences and yeah. opportunities around yeah it, you know sometimes life just doesn't make it easy for you no yeah definitely you know i mean i definitely agree with that yeah and we have no control over external factors like there is nothing we can do about how things happen around us like if there was a big accident like a house fire or something like if you have no control over that you know what i mean yeah. that's just the way things are a big fucking tsunami like that's more than eight but i feel you can't control like but i feel like you can control how you react and how yeah you act afterwards so like obviously if there's a house fire or god forbid a tsunami i'm gonna touch some wood and um, like what like, is the response yeah how you like you have the opportunity there to change how you respond to it so like yeah you can sit around and mope and be like oh my god my life is the worst or you could be like right shit needs to get done we need to get back up on our feet and like get back to where we were sort of thing all of your slaves and get stuck in yeah yeah, yeah. That kind of thing. yeah. I think that touches a little bit on, yeah, like a little bit of like active citizenship there, like, you know what I mean? A little bit of goodwill, like back to that kind of moral obligation we were chatting about earlier on, like in, in the episode, um, like your your own moral judgment and your morals and your thinking behind your own ideals on a certain situation or person or place or a thing, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And how then we go hand in hand and respond to that, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So if that's social consciousness, why do people need to know about it? Like, what? Why is it relevant in today's life? Because I don't understand. Like, I suppose it's relevant because, like that, the last what two, two and a half years, we're after been locked in a lockdown with COVID nineteen. Um, I suppose what that offered for people, like, we won't go down the rabbit hole about COVID because people are absolutely sick and tired about it. Say, but like, just briefly, even on that, like, what what did that do for everybody? What did that do to people's lives so we, we were kind of forced to isolate in our own spaces and like lots of people found that very very difficult some people found it quite beneficial um in the sense that they could sit maybe with themselves and like sit with their thoughts a little bit more you know that kind of way whereas if you're caught up in the mundane and the day-to-day life you might never get that time to sit and really reflect on kind of grow inside internally and like put it in your thoughts as a person kind of thing because you're stuck in this potentially like nine to six Monday to Friday like job kind of thing yeah just everyday life do you know what I mean and like that we can all do that but I suppose it's when we stop to think like back to the first episode was mindfulness and checking in with yourself are you aware have you got that opportunity to sit down and, and reflect kind of a little bit you know hmm very interesting so I suppose like that the impact of COVID-19 and what it had on people was yeah like it was a lot of mixed experiences for people it was bittersweet you know what I mean like some found it positive some found it negative some for me personally I found it a little bit of both um and like that like to be able to sit down with myself and really reflect kind of on myself and my own circumstances so it made me check back in and kind of like I don't know like it kind of refreshed me goals for me a little bit kind of made me be like hmm what is it I kind of want to do what I feel like especially like with lockdown and like social consciousness as you were saying like in terms of like people like sit with themselves and kind of knowing what they want and what they don't want out like so many people have like completely changed careers like started up their own businesses and like completely changed their lives from it so like yeah like what you said like 
having that time to sit and like kind of reflect and dabble and like, like what the hell do I want in life like they were given that opportunity like and who knows nobody's gonna get that again hopefully such wood hopefully not yeah exactly we don't want another lockdown but like that like I suppose it's relevant because the last two years or two and a half years people set in their own company and their own thoughts kind of for quite some time you know and if it if you didn't really get the chance to do it like it forced a lot of people to do that but if you didn't really get the chance to do that maybe this episode might offer you a little bit of hmm, maybe i should stop and check in with myself a little bit you know hmm, what does it mean to be socially conscious i mean i'll definitely do that because i had to work all the way through lockdown and um, so yeah i'll definitely take the time to fucking sit with myself like well that's what i'm doing right now what the hell is social consciousness <laughs> literally every day is a learning day you know is social consciousness the same as like your own conscience Good question and the, the difference between your own conscience and then to be socially conscious now suppose your own conscience is so this is actually a great way to explain it especially to young people so do you ever see the disney film pinocchio yes anyone yeah well i think i might have watched it but yeah i know the gist of it i've definitely seen it multiple times yeah so like back to that like disney is great for this it has a load of like social messages in in their films do you know what i mean i suppose kind of years back you know it was the message behind it was a lot of the princess films and stuff it was like i don't know like when you look into it it's, it's a bit mad like in terms of soci- sociology and kind of that that framework or that perception of looking at it like it teaches young girls to look for your happy ever after and you had to find a man and like you know like then then they achieve happiness and kind of stuff like that now this is me thinking very deep and reflecting about disney film but you could also say that as disney developed they started to remove that you need a man to be happily ever after. Absolutely. Um, well, that was relevant, I think, at that time. Was, when they were being, when them, the Disney princess movies were being made, that was the social That norm. was the happily ever after. Like, you have to find a man that's, he's going to, like, support you, live happily ever after. Where, like, now, like, you have the likes of movies, like, I'm going to say Brave, where she was the one kicking ass, looking after our brothers. Yeah, exactly, Shawnee. Like, did you ever see the film, Disney's film, Pinocchio? So, like that, like, it's, it's a real old kind of classic Disney film. But it's about, obviously, the little wooden toy and he wants to be a real boy and all. But the whole concept of Pinocchio is, like, teaching morals to kids, you know? And it's kind of about your conscience, um, you know, the, the older you're getting and the more in touch you are becoming with your conscience. So, Jiminy Cricket comes to Pinocchio as, like, his conscience, do you know what I mean? And the whole end of the game is he's not supposed to be telling lies. And, like, you know, it's about children's grown conscience, the older that I get. And, you know, Jiminy's cricket, like, his favourite, like, saying or his go-to saying would be, like, always let your conscience be your guide. And I suppose that is a deadly message for children and young people. Like, when you're you're growing up and it's teaching you something without even realising it's teaching you something, you know? So, like, your conscience is, like, the difference between right and wrong and social consciousness is, like, being aware that something is wrong. And how you behave in that. Yeah. Yeah. Ah! Eureka moment. So that whole idea of like, you know, when Pinocchio tells a lie, his nose gets bigger and it's getting larger. So that's teaching a, a kid or a young person to not tell lies. You know? it's, like it's like the consequences of the lies sort of thing. Yeah. Like that's going to catch up with you somewhere, you know? Sure. So obviously for like our listeners out there who are probably, this is the first time they've ever heard of social consciousness. I'm definitely one of those people. Like what what are some of the ways that someone can become more socially conscious if that makes sense so i suppose um 
like there's loads of different ways to be more aware of yourself in the world around us but i suppose number one is like to start observing just your own little self do you know what i mean your environment your own community different social issues that might be happening within your community and um, and yeah like i suppose just kind of checking in with your little self first and foremost it goes back to episode one which is about the mindfulness and how you link in with your old self so like to practice self-awareness you need to check in with yourself and you need to yeah i just suppose start observing kind of a few little things you know so is that like say kind of being aware of like what's going on in today's society like in terms of like things you might be seeing on the news or what's being shared on social media so like being aware of like like the war that's happening at the minute and that people are being moved from their homes and having to set up homes in new places and how hard that is for them like here in ireland and like all over the world i don't want to mention countries because i'm just going to be like about the war we, maybe everyone knows about the war okay. there's only one big war happening at the minute so yeah okay it just keeps it a little bit more too controversial but that's not controversial because it is something like a massive fucking yeah. thing that's happening on it but everybody will know what we're talking about by me just saying the war yeah but that's not being 100 percent socially conscious that's so like, so the fact that you're even saying ukraine and russia and a lot of people from the ukraine are having are been forced to leave their country that that's awareness that in itself is that's fucking wrong do you know what I mean? We should just keep on with this because this is us learning social consciousness on the go. Yeah, I know, <laughs> literally. But you, like that that's what it is. It's about not being afraid to label it and put language on the injustices that are fucking happening right now at the moment. So is being more social this is me. So is being more socially conscious being like so like obviously there's people out there who won't speak about certain topics because they're like, oh like that can be controversial. But like, yeah, obviously, if it's injustice, yeah. obviously, if it's injustice, um, speaking about it is you being more socially conscious. Yeah. So I suppose there's two parts of it, right? There's your thinking on it, and then there's your actions on it. So you may know all these things and have the awareness that there are these injustices, but then like you'll find that, well, what are you doing about it? Because lots of us don't have the awareness. Some of us do have the awareness and choose not to act on it and then do you know what i mean so like it's a bit of a kind of it's a bit of a double-edged sword in that sense i suppose that like half of it is like your awareness and the thinking behind it and then half of it is like your actions and reactions to these things so for example lots of people done like fundraisers for refugees coming into the country in the last kind of month or two you know this earliest percentage of people that had to flee from Ukraine to into Ireland. Or like all the GoFundMe set up to send like um missionary stuff over. Yeah, like, like all the survival stuff that they need. Non-perishable food yeah. and all that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. So so even that, so that's acting on probably a little bit of a larger scale, to be honest, because that is you doing like taking a little bit of power into your own self and saying well i'm going to do something about this no matter how small or large of a scale it is you're i suppose acting and behaving with goodwill yeah so would you say that for somebody who's never really heard of social consciousness and wants to maybe start doing like making social change would it be better for them to start like on a community level yeah than to try and like climb a mountain yeah yeah if that makes sense definitely start on a smaller scale even as something as simple as sitting with yourself and reading a little book on it or sitting and chilling and watching a youtube video for five minutes on what it is 
to be socially conscious you know just to like actually get the knowledge into your head to get a better understanding of what it is before even trying to be socially conscious within like the community kind of thing yeah you know because i think i suppose if you have the knowledge behind it and the awareness of what it is you're going to naturally want to do things about it yeah. on a smaller scale and then gradually build it up and um, if that makes sense yeah definitely definitely so for example right i remember um i was having lunch um with a friend of mine and like they're black and i remember saying something and i thought it was a racial slur and i was like shit like this person is going to take offense to this and then i was like actually the person didn't take offense to it at all and she actually told me like later on kind of that like it was she was thinking that she said something to me earlier on that day that offended me whereas it didn't like i was stuck in my own head thinking like shit i'm at her saying something wrong there do you know yeah. what i mean but that's back to your, your awareness and your social consciousness. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you might be in the wrong as well yeah. about your own thoughts and your own kind of judgment and how you behave in the world. Do you know what I mean? Like I was sitting to myself and criticising myself and like, shit, I'm after offending this person. But yeah, like I actually didn't. Yeah. You know that kind of way? Yeah. Uh, and she was the same. But it was, you know that kind of way. So I suppose it's about maintaining a little bit of a positive attitude as well. Not being harsh on yourself. And yeah, because you're still kind of learning. You're kind of get the groups with it with what it is and like obviously other people don't necessarily know what it is either so like it's kind of like trying not to be too harsh on yourself while you're learning but also being like oh like they think i'm not being socially conscious like even though they're probably like what the fuck is social consciousness <laughs> literally <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah literally but i suppose like that that point is like rethinking before you speak do you know what i mean so rethinking before you just throw a comment out in a conversation right so it's about just literally like what says on the tin think before you speak i feel like a lot of people need to learn how to think before they speak though yeah including me awesome yeah because isn't there like a seven second delay or something from like a thought coming into your head before it reaches the conscious part of your brain that you actually think about what you're about to say is that yeah there's like a five or seven second delay or something like that i can't really remember to be exact right. but there's definitely i remember learning about a delay before you actually get to the conscious part of your thinking which is the part that we use most yeah but that's where i disagree with you i actually think that we don't consciously like think before we speak i think often a lot of times well it depends on how much awareness you have kind of your own self but like i think often i'm i'm the biggest like i'm so guilty of this i'm the biggest hypocrite like here do you know what i mean whereas i throw something out and i throw a comment out and i'm like oh shit like that was that offensive like back to the example there yeah do you know what i mean like I think it's about like that Linda about do we actually give ourselves that seven or eight seconds before we talk and often speaking from a personal uh, perspective I don't I just say it. yeah especially, but I think especially around friends and stuff like that you don't actually like you don't realize what you say until you say it and then like obviously sometimes you might offend a friend yeah. but I think that also depends on the friendship as well I'm sure like obviously I know if I said something I was going to be used to you're not going to swing a dig at me Oh, but we've kind of on your shit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and I, like, that's what our friendship is like. You have to be like that. I personally would punch her in the fucking head. But that's just you. Yeah, literally, literally. So I suppose like that, it's it's about finding what works for you. Yeah. You know that kind of way. And I think as well, it can be something as simple as, like what I said to you, start on a smaller scale. It doesn't have to be that you're doing the GoFundMe things. Or you want to act on a large scale, maybe do something like that. 
Um, if you want to act on a smaller scale, start by reading a book. Start by googling what like good practice or good examples of social consciousness. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, Show a euro in a homeless man's cup. Literally, something as simple as that, like you know. And it's not. It's about the motive behind doing it, not just all right, like. All right, the girls on the podcast told me I should do this. Yeah, yeah. Like, do it because you want to do it. Do it because you want to grow as a person and develop as a human being. Like, Yeah, like that. Plant the seed. Let your mind grow. Sorry, mister. The girls on the podcast say I have to give you a euro. So here you go. <laughs> <laughs> In fairness, I'm like, I don't think anyone would be uh, dissatisfied with that. I think, no. like, you know, I'd be happy if you put a euro in my pocket. You're not getting a euro. <laughs> I don't have a euro. <laughs> <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, to, and to close out um, this episode, if you'd like to start being somewhat socially conscious going forward, kind of taking inspiration from this episode, something you can do is that we have um, a link to a YouTube video that kind of explains in depth and like kind of in a humorous way um, what social consciousness is. Shauna herself has uh, watched it and uh, recommends it. And myself and Linda are going to go off and watch it ourselves. So I'll share that on our Instagram story and potentially save it in the highlights for you. So go on over there, give that a watch. And sure look like, let us know if you have any feedback on this episode. Whether you did try something, whatever it is. I don't know, like reading the book, watching the video, giving a homeless man a euro, who knows. But yeah, thanks for listening. Really enjoyed this episode. Yeah, peace out. Thanks very much. Um great if you came back to listen to this episode and yeah like that look at it as shauna said give us a little bit of feedback whether we're good terrible um whether you thought we were talking a lot of nonsense or not but until the next time peace out i'm very grateful for the learning that i've gotten from this episode appreciate my friends appreciate all of you for listening thanks for listening i'll be there saying goodbye